Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. I have an exciting series planned for you throughout the month of October and I'm starting it today. So you get two bonus days for a series that is going to run all the way through October. I'm talking about stories that shape our view of self and I'm talking about this from an attachment perspective. You won't want to miss one episode. So if you haven't yet subscribed, subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it with your friends and family, make sure that they also have access to the information. But before I go into today's topic, which is growing up anxious, do you struggle to connect with your teens? Do you battle to get them off social media? Are they attached to their phones? Like are their phones the extension of their arms and do they spend most of their time in their rooms on their social media or whatever they're doing and not enough time with you? You miss the connection that you had with them or you want to build connection and not sure how. Well, if that is you, I want to invite you to a very special webinar titled The Battle to Connect, learning three fundamental principles that you need to know in building secure connection with your teens in this digital age. Listen, I understand it. I am a mom of teens, a boy and a girl, and they both respond in such different ways to connection. Of course, they're individuals, but I find that boys and girls, they tend to respond differently depending on what's going on. So I'm going to teach you three fundamental principles to, to connect to teens in this digital age. So that's Sunday, the 2nd of October, 8 p.m. British Standard Time. If you go to the pin post on our Facebook page, Wounds the Scars, you'll be able to sign up to the webinar. There won't be any replay, replays, so you need to go and sign up today. I hope I'll see you there. So today's topic is growing up anxious. I'm talking about attachment patterns and atta the story that shape of yourself from an attachment perspective. And what are those things? Why would someone grow up anxious? Now, there are different types of, at uh, of attachment patterns. We, some, some of our attachment patterns we inherit. Some of our attachment patterns we, it is developed through family and circumstances and, and just what's going on, our, the, the role of our caregivers, how we connected with them, how they were able to connect with us. There's a lot of things going on when we come to attachment, all of which I'm going to explain as we go throughout the, the month of October and as you come onto our webinars. But growing up anxious, one attachment pattern is attached anxious, anxious attachment pattern. However, growing up anxious, you could adopt any attachment pattern. You could be an avoidant attached person or disorganized or a combination of all three. So when I say growing up anxious, I'm not necessarily connecting it to a specific attachment pattern or a specific attachment style. I'm talking about a child that's growing up anxious and the stories that that will tell and the kind of self that is developed as a result of that anxiety. What are some of the things that causes us to grow up anxious? There are a whole host of things. On our, uh, we work, I work from an, a, a trauma perspective, and we look a lot at adverse childhood experiences. Some of those things that can cause a child to grow up anxious is growing up in poverty, growing, without, growing up without not knowing where your next meal is coming from, or whether or not you'll be able to go to school, or whether or not you'll, you'll have the, the resources that are necessary when you get to school, not knowing what you'll, whether or not there'll be food when you go home. There's a lot of people that that's their story. And it doesn't matter 
where in the world you live, the so-called first world countries like we live in the UK or so-called third world. And I say it's so-called because there are people who are experiencing poverty all over the world. It's no respecter of place. We live, we're in a recession, they tell us currently. We see the price of things on the supermarket shelves. Everything has gone up. This evening, I was talking to the children as I paid for their music lessons, where the difference with the pound falling and what that means, right? And how much we have to look, we have to look after our resources. And I feel like having the conversation with children really helps to alleviate anxiety and worry that they might have because they are, they're aware, they're very clever, they know what's going on. And sometimes as parents, we try to shelter them. We try to hide things from them by not telling, telling them, or we don't have the kind of relationship that means that we can talk to our children and we can explain things to them. I remember when COVID started and I left work that evening, I used to rent an office in town and I was seeing clients and I went, I usually, after my Monday evening clients, I usually use that opportunity to do food shopping. And so I went, unbeknownst to me, I wasn't watching the news, so I didn't know that everybody was buying up. There was a, there was a rush on, on toilet paper. So I went into the supermarkets to get my regular shopping and some of the shelves were empty and I was kind of like, what is going on? There were no flour, no uh, rice, no oats and, you know, stuff like that. And of course, no toilet paper. And listening to people in the supermarket, that's when I heard what was happening. I rang my husband and I was told there were my sisters and I heard. I went to five supermarkets that day and I got, I didn't get any tissue. Although I went to five. And so I went home and I said to the children, look, this is what's happening. This is where we are. We're going to have to look after what we have. And that, that means you can't, you know how children, like even the, the kitchen towel, the, the paper towel in the kitchen, they, my, my son will just write what, what, about five reels on his hand just to wipe the counter. And, and it, despite us telling him, you know, you can't do that. You don't, don't use that to wipe. So we had the conversation. We said, we're going to all have to be careful because this is what we're, this is the time that we're living in. This is what's happening out there. We couldn't get any. So what we have at home, we're going to have to take care of. Those children, they, they did amazing. They, I was amazed. I marveled. And I said to my husband, that means we could have been doing this a long time. They could have taken care of it before. They really showed up. They looked after those things. And we never ran out because they were careful with what we had. If we didn't tell them, if we didn't have the conversation with them, but we had an expectation of them and we get frustrated when they didn't meet an expectation that they didn't know about and they couldn't measure, then that would have caused anxiety. And so these are some of the ways that children grow up anxious when they're not sure, when there is this fear, there's this unknown, there's this tension that is happening in the home, but they don't know why. Sometimes children will blame themselves for the tension Sometimes children will blame themselves for different things happening. Uh, a parent being ill, they might feel it's their fault. Something running out, they might feel it's their fault. A parent's divorcing, they feel it's their fault. Different things happening, they'll, they'll take responsibility, especially 
when as adults, we're not honest and we don't have conversations with them that will help them to relax, that will help them to, to know that it's not their fault, it's going to be okay. And leave ourselves open to be able to answer questions that they might have, to, to answer them honestly. And if so, there are things that we can't tell them, we'll have to say, well, yes, something is happening, we just can't tell you right now, but we'll tell you when it's appropriate or we'll tell you when at a different time. Some of us grew up in an era where our parents told us nothing. And I always say our parents could work for the secret service because they are so good at keeping secrets. And there's so many secrets in our families that are affecting us, that, are, that have impacted us as individuals, but nobody's talking about it. But when we, if we want our children to not grow up anxious, if you grew up anxious, because there were lots of gaps that you had to fill with your own story, and those stories have impacted how you trust, how you, how you live, how you achieve, how you commit, how you engage with yourself, how you engage with others, how you perform in groups, how you show up in the world. If those stories are impacting that, there are ways, of course, to do restorative storytelling, to tell yourself the truth, to, to understand what's happening and to, and to help yourself to know that no, nothing that happened was your fault and to get help to alleviate the anxiety. If you're a parent and you don't have a special connection with your child that will help you to be able to have these conversations, to be able to spot the anxiety and to be able to help them to regulate so that they can learn how to release tension in their bodies when anything is happening, it is possible to develop this kind of connection with your, with your children that will help them to connect with you. So despite what's going on, it won't matter because they'll have security home will be a secure place. Thank you for joining me on Stories That Shape Us. Tomorrow, I'm continuing the attachment series as I am doing all the way through October. I hope you'll join me on the next story.